You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, I'm Claire Murphy. This is The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Can everyone do me a favour and tell me what the f*** Timu is? I feel like I've woken up this morning and it's like everyone's joined the same pyramid scheme. It's like, follow my link, Timu. Make me money, Timu. Timu, Timu, Timu. But apparently it's not a scam. Last year, a new app launched in Australia that promised you access to pretty much every product known to man, direct from the manufacturer in China, for prices that seemed almost too good to be true. Timu even offered first-time downloaders who got others on board free money to spend on site. But as the shine of a new online marketplace started to wear off, reports of inferior goods, poor customer service and cybersecurity issues started to filter through. Today, we find out who Timu is, whether it is a scam, and what other implications us having access to so much stuff at such little cost has on the environment and the people in the supply chain. But first, your news headlines for Thursday, September 7. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese will meet with the Chinese Premier today to work to repair economic ties with Australia's largest trading partner. The pair will meet on the sidelines of the East Asia Summit in Jakarta during the annual gathering of world leaders. The bilateral talks coming just months after China lifted the tariff on Australian barley, giving hopeful signs restrictions on other products such as wine and lobster will also follow. Mr Albanese will meet with China's second-in-command after leader Xi Jinping decided not to attend. Outgoing Reserve Bank boss Philip Lowe will deliver his final remarks as the head of the central bank today before handing the reins over to Michelle Bullock. Dr Lowe has seen the economy through major events including the COVID pandemic and the chaotic recovery influenced by things like the war in Ukraine after taking over the top job in 2016. He's also agreed to 12 interest rate hikes since May last year after assuring mortgage holders that rates wouldn't start to climb until 2024. Miss Bullock, the first ever woman to hold the position will officially take over on September 18. Four months after a jury concluded that Donald Trump sexually assaulted and then defamed writer E. Jean Carroll, a US federal judge has ruled that more of the ex-president's comments about her are libelous. That means an upcoming second civil trial on the matter will only concern how much more Trump will need to pay Carroll for again defaming her. The first trial concerned more recent comments Trump made about Carol. This will focus on comments he made back in 2019 when she first went public with the claim that he sexually assaulted her in a department store dressing room in the 1990s. The issues with women's football in Spain continues with the wrong woman honoured with the country's Royal Order of Sports merit. The government issued an official apology after it published in Tuesday's edition of Spain's official State Gazette that the award had gone to Ivana Icardi, a celebrity and the sister of Argentinian footballer Mauro Icardi, instead of Ivana Andres, the captain of the World Cup winning side. This latest blunder comes after the country's football president, Luis Rubiales, was suspended by FIFA for kissing a player on the lips during the World Cup celebrations and the coach was let go with accusations he was micromanaging the women's lives. Jenny Hermosa, the player at the centre of the KISS scandal, has now filed a complaint to police. 
After four years and two children, singer Joe Jonas has officially filed for divorce from wife actor Sophie Turner. The 34-year-old filed to end his marriage with 27-year-old Turner in a Florida court. The filing saying the marriage between the two parties is irretrievably broken. Turner and Jonas married in a secretive ceremony in Vegas in May 2019 after the Billboard Music Awards. They had a daughter in 2020 and a second daughter in 2022. Jonas is seeking joint custody. The two had signed a prenup. That's your latest news headlines in a moment. Today's Deep Dive. If you are on any social media channels, you've probably come across an ad for a website and app called Timu. I found it on Instagram when people were getting free money. Uh, I bought a few items. One of them was a hair curler for $22. So I bought some Halloween decorations, some craft stuff and a t-shirt. I was very impressed considering the prices. My 14-year-old daughter and all her friends are using it. But some are sceptical of the app and the company behind it, saying they've heard about a stack of issues. Well, apart from the ethics of it, or lack thereof, it only works via an app, which accesses all of your data in your phone and they can do with the info whatever they like. You can never return anything if it doesn't suit you. You are basically giving them permission to hack into your phone. I googled them and saw loads of negative reviews. Cheap forced labour. Just for landfill. I've heard people's credit cards are getting scammed after purchasing from Timu. TikTok is stacked with posts from two very different perspectives on the online marketplace. On one side, they're talking up their Timu hauls. On the other, they're saying the quality is bad and they may have even been scammed. So my bank details got sold to the black market by Timu. Moral of the story is do not use Timu and don't put your f***ing bank details into it. If you really want that $2 elf, just use PayPal, honestly. What we know about Timu is that they're owned by a Chinese company called PDD Holdings, which has offices in Boston in the US and in Ireland. They are a sister company to another online marketplace based in China for the Chinese market that puts manufacturers in direct contact with consumers and products are shipped directly from those Chinese warehouses. You can buy almost anything you can imagine on Timu, from stuffed toys to kitchen wares, shoes, beauty products, tech gadgets and pet supplies. It's very similar to Amazon, but the prices offered to those who download the app for the first time are almost too good to be true. Just a few dollars for items you would expect to pay much more for in a retail setting. The site has attracted a huge amount of customers in a very short amount of time since launching here in Australia just last year, and their marketing campaign has been intensely aggressive. Timu is basically fast fashion, but for pretty much every on-trend gadget, and carries the same environmental impact of other fast fashion companies. While there is no evidence that the company uses child labour, there have been reports of employees at the company taking their own lives due to having to work incredibly long hours six or seven days a week. And a US congressional report from June this year also raised concerns that the warehouses where these products ship from may be employing forced labour practices. The makers of some of the products have said that at times it's difficult to maintain good practice when they're forced to sell so cheap. But the sheer amount of money Timu puts into advertising makes it worth it. 
Ethics aside, do we need to be concerned about Timu as consumers? Paul Haskell-Dowland is a professor of cybersecurity practice at Edith Cowan University in Perth. Paul, who are Timu? So Timu has sort of come out of nowhere. They started to appear in people's Facebook feeds and other social media as the new website where basically you can buy just about anything. And really, it didn't have any kind of recognition prior to, I think it was about 2022, when it started to appear, as I said, in those sort of social media feeds, and was really aggressively promoting a whole range of products. They were like the jumble sale of products that you could buy, just about anything from car accessories through to devices for your home computers, to a pair of socks. You could literally buy absolutely anything, and seemed to offer unbelievable prices. And when you sort of look into the detail of what they're offering, what they're purporting to sell, it sort of has rings of similarity to websites like Amazon and perhaps to AliExpress. So what we're looking at is a website which is selling products to consumers at seemingly significantly discounted rates. And there's been a few questions over the legitimacy of the website, of the apps, and some concerns over data security and possibly scams and fraud. But I think we need to have a little bit of caution here that this is still a relatively new website. It's come from obscurity to mass appeal. There are millions of users of the platform, and there's always going to be some issues with any organization selling products at significant scale. Is this like a case of a middleman being cut out in this instance? So Timu is purportedly selling directly from the factories in China out to consumers, whereas previously those factories would have gone via retailers here in Australia in order to distribute goods. So is that why they can offer it at these ridiculous prices? I mean, sometimes things are being sold for cents rather than dollars. Is that how they can do that? It is certainly part of the strategy. The other thing to note is that the adverts that you see and the prices that you'll see when you become a customer are optimized prices. And I've done a little bit of playing around with this myself. And you get some incredible offers. I was looking with my wife at a watch for one of our children. And we were finding these smart watches for only a few dollars. And whilst we know they're not going to be the highest quality, it was still absurdly cheap prices. But as you start to add things into your basket and you continue to see these super cheap prices, it's when you get through to the checkout pages that you often find that the prices don't quite work the way you think they do. So there might be special offers or there might be welcome deals. And there's often terms and conditions attached to these. So we found that by combining different items into our cart, the prices could vary quite considerably. And once you move on from being a first-time customer, the prices don't seem to be quite as good as they were at the beginning. So it does seem that once you've bought one or two items from them, those super cheap welcome deals start to disappear. But fundamentally, the reason for the cheap prices is because of the business model that they utilize. And that does raise questions about ethics and about the way that workforces are treated. Who's the parent company of Timu. We know that they are a Chinese company, but there seems to be some suggestion that 
they are based in the US or that they are trying to set up head offices in other European countries? So as with a lot of these organisations, it's actually very difficult to nail things down very clearly. There are connections back to China. And if we look at the history of some of the information online, there are connections to the United States and indeed into Australia. But there are also offices based out of Ireland. And that's quite a common technique used by these big organizations. And we've seen that with Amazon, for example, where they base themselves in countries that have preferential taxation systems. So particularly thinking here about corporate taxation and the basing of headquarters out of Ireland was not only beneficial from a taxation perspective, but also opened up investment opportunities and subsidies or funding directly from governments who were trying to secure those big companies to come into their particular regions. So whilst I'm not 100% sure exactly who the ownership sits with, there are a number of countries where Timu has its offices based. And that includes the US, actually quite close to the US-Canada border, as well as in the UK and then offices throughout the rest of the world. What about the products that are actually being sold? I know there's been some suggestion that, and as you mentioned, the quality might not be that great, but that maybe some of them are knockoffs too and that they're using pictures that other sellers have uploaded for the legitimate good for their own particular good, which is a substandard quality. What do we know about the actual quality of the goods being sold on Timu? So my personal experience is difficult to evaluate as I'm still waiting for my first order to arrive. But reading various reviews online, again, it sort of has echoes of AliExpress and even Amazon. So when you start to look at review websites like Trustpilot, you see a very mixed array of reviews. There are many very high rated reviews, five-star reviews, talking about the cost effectiveness of the service and the quality of some of the goods that have been received. But as we would expect with any supplier who provides discounted goods, there's going to be a level of compromise. And so some items are not as good a quality, either as advertised or as perceived by the customer. And we also see issues of items being reported, you know, particularly coming in different sizing when we're talking about clothing. Paul, just finally, how worried do we have to be about giving our credit card details to Timu? There's lots of videos doing the rounds on TikTok saying that their bank details have been accessed after using the service. Do we know if it's a particularly insecure portal to put our credit card details into? So at the moment, there's no hard evidence that there's any kind of significant fraud attached to the use of the Timu service. And I'd actually separate out the issues that are sort of perceived with Timu into two categories. So Timu, whilst being a website, also is an app. And many of the customers of Timu, of which there are millions in Australia, but many of those customers will be utilizing the app on their mobile device. Now, if you're installing the app from a reputable source, so if it's coming from the Apple store for your iPhone or you're getting it for your Android device through, for example, the Google Play store, then you should be relatively confident that you are downloading and using a legitimate application. But unfortunately, there are many other places where you can obtain apps for your mobile devices and many of those will also include malicious software as part of the packaging. Now, in no way is that a reflection on the app from Timu itself or from the app developers, 
it is unfortunately a, a consequence of downloading these kinds of apps from less legitimate sources. Now, the other side of it is that as with any large organization, a large retailer direct to the public, there's always going to be some kind of issue with electronic transactions. So I would suggest firstly to be cautious, a, making sure that you install the app from a reputable source and that you are in fact dealing with the Timu website or the Timu app and not a third party version. So yes, there are ethical and environmental issues with ordering through Timu. But from Paul's perspective, in these early days of a new site like this, we need to be alert but not alarmed by its practices as far as our own dealings with them are concerned. I've not yet seen anything that is of particular concern. But as with everything in cyber, we have to keep our wits about us. And if it is too good to be true, it probably is something you want to step away from. And maybe something that's costing only one or two cents, you might want to ask yourself, is the quality of that product, if it's not a special first-time customer offer, is that really worth the amount of money that you're being asked to pay for it, either too much or too little, and maybe just questioning the authenticity of the product that you're ordering and whether that is a concern for you, and perhaps thinking about the quality of that particular item. The Quickie is produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Callie Borg, with audio production by Tom Lyon.